Welcome to Spiritual Shit, your guide to the down and dirty of modern spirituality. This podcast is a place for people wanting to discover more about spirituality, where we can get weird about ghosts, mediumship, psychics, aliens, religion, new age stuff, awakening, ascension, star seeds, channeling, philosophy, and even dating. Some shows will be just me rambling about my mystical experiences and discoveries, and other shows will have guests to open up new perspectives and views. I hope you'll join me on this journey as we discuss and open up what spirituality in today's world really looks like. Remember to like and subscribe to never miss an episode and hit me up at thelovelylea.com or at thelovelylea on Instagram so we can connect. I'd love to give you an invitation to my newest program, The Empath, an empath's course towards turning inward. My online coaching program is designed to help you heal your wounds, deepen your intuition, overcome your fears, understand your sensitivities, and connect you to the universe. It starts September 6th, Sundays at 10 a.m. CST. It's a three-month program, three weeks each month, with three one-on-one private energy coaching sessions via Zoom. A Facebook community group will be where we have our weekly resources and practices to implement and deepen your learning. For more info, go to thelovelyaliyah.com slash course. And don't forget to sign up to be a Patreon to get exclusive access to my solo episodes every Thursday and behind-the-scenes goodies and extras to come. Go to patreon.com slash thelovelyaliyah to sign up. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spiritual Shit. I'm your host, Aaliyah Lovely, and today we are talking about surrender. Now, surrender is just a beautiful and difficult thing to do. And I find and are feeling that lately, especially, this has become and or has been my greatest struggle and also now the thing that I'm most passionate about talking about and surrender. I I find it important to make the distinction between surrender and defeat, the difference between surrender and giving up on something. I know that in my past, I've been this go getter kind of person. I'm still that person. But in a lot of the ways in which I am trying to achieve something or go after something or be something like I'm, I'm trying to man hold them into position. Like I'm just like, I'm going to force this and make this happen or I'll approach it from kind of a purely statistics way. If I do it this many times and one of them has got to land, but There has been, in that strong-headedness of me wanting to push and create urgency towards something that I've actually slowed myself down. And a big part of surrender is letting go of that control, letting go of that urgency, asking yourself and saying, okay, whenever, you know, like, am I rushing this? Am I trying to get, get this done with faster? Am I trying to bring this to me closer faster? Um, typically that element of surrender has to do with control and timing. Now hear me again. It has to do with control and timing. When we feel uncomfortable, we want it to be over as fast as possible. 
But what if we taught ourselves how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable? And what would that look like? I always say that our society is super pain averse. So we do not look into the catalysts that come into our lives that actually help us expand and help us grow. And so something that has been coming to me lately, and I'm not encouraging the universe to give me more pain because I don't need it, but there is, I just heard out loud, we'll tell you what you need. (laughs) My guides have a sense of humor. Um, But there is this portion of, of, of that control and timing that wants us to get out of that discomfort as fast as possible. And instead of getting out of that discomfort, what we do is we end up prolonging it because we're holding on to this idea that if we can just get ourselves out of this, this will feel better. So I want to call attention to that areas in your life in which you're trying to rush things or trying to get rid of discomfort as fast as possible or trying to get to a goal as fast as possible. Again, it comes down to timing. When we look at our society and we look at our conditioning, speed is is highly prioritized. It's valuable, efficiency, you know. But again, those are attributes of our patriarchal upbringing that says that this is the primary valuable element. Time. So if we allowed ourselves and say, you know, we're in that space of like, okay, I don't need to rush. I don't, I don't have this like urgency towards time. That is the vibration of surrender. Cause someone asked me, um, you know, what is surrender and what is like, what does it mean? Like, how does it feel? And I said, it feels like you're not in a hurry. It feels like you're, you're chilling. Like you're okay. You're going to say, okay, whatever's going to happen. It's very laid back. It's not that you're saying that you don't want those things. It's just saying you're, you're, you're letting them come in in their time. It's like, um, you know, do the analogy of a flower, a plant growing out of the ground. You know, are you sitting there coaching it and tell, okay, okay, now grow this leaf. Now grow this thing. Now grow this bud. Okay. Boom. Faster, faster. Come on. We ain't got all day. No, like a, 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 a plant grows when it grows. Um, I like the plant analogy. Uh, a, a wound. That's another thing. We Surrendering our wounds. Um, those of you who are doing the work, man, like, first of all, let's just applaud you for doing the work. Let's applaud you for stepping into your shadows and looking at your wounds and saying, okay, I really need to work on this and trying to make myself better. Great job. But sometimes we try to do the same thing with our wounds and say, okay, cut, heal up. Okay. Form the scab. Okay. Form the scar, you know, put the skin over it, use the DNA, (laughs) use our cells and, and the cut heals when it heals, you know, as long as we're keeping it clean and we're, we're paying attention to it. So in all of those elements, surrender feels like release. Surrender feels like, you know what? It feels like trust. It feels like, okay, universe, do your thing do exactly what you came here to do. So it, I think that that's, it's, it's an easy concept in, you know, to verbally express, but it's, it's difficult in practice because what a lot of times people don't talk about when we talk about surrender is fear. Those of us who have suffered some pretty, pretty big wounds, which is probably most of us, we, have a lot of fear attached to our wounds and a lot of fear around like 
allowing stuff to happen in their own time, allowing stuff to happen in their own way. We feel that if we can control it, if we can time it, if we can project when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, we won't be surprised. And that expectation is, you know, where we are getting a lot of our motivation and urgency from. So let me put it to you this way. I'll, I'll say I'll utilize love as a, as a example, since that's something that I was trying to manifest for such a long time. It wasn't until I let go of it, not in a place of defeat, because I've done that a thousand times. Forget it. Men are trash. I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, that didn't work because I always returned back and said, but I do want to be loved. I do want to let people in. I do want this. I do want that. And perpetuated a cycle of I'm going to give up and then I'm going to go back and go to controlling it. I'm going to give up and go back to trying to muscle it into being. I'm going to give up and then come back here and this time I'll make it happen and and nothing happened. But when you add timing to surrender, release to timing, release to surrender, it's like really doesn't matter when it happens. When it's right, it'll happen. And that is a, a sense, it's like a symbol of trust. It's a very different vibration. Now I will always talk from the perspective of energy because that's how I feel the most. Um, for yourself, particularly with, let's talk about, let's talk about love. Cause I, so my Patreon, uh, supporters, shout out to you guys, um, were the ones who voted on this topic for this week and had almost a tie between surrender and letting love in. And interestingly enough, those go together. Um, when we're talking about letting love in, we're also still talking about the same thing about our wounding, right? We're still trying to control how things happen to us in order to protect ourselves. And so when we talk about love in surrender, it's about letting love in. Those of us who have those wounds, we guard ourselves constantly because we're afraid of getting hurt again. So we think that if we can control the boundaries in which someone comes in and how they come in, it's the same thing, right? Then we will also block out all the good that is, is there with it. So let me give you an example. Sorry, I'm laying on my bed. <laughs> I'm trying to be as relaxed as, as relaxed as possible because I had a lot of sessions today and I was like, I got to make this episode and I got really in my masculine, like, okay, I'm going to do it at this time. I'm going to do this. And I was like, how does it feel to do an episode about surrender when I'm not surrendering? I'm in that, like, I have to, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. So right now I'm laying in my bed trying to communicate with you guys and channel this message. But when it comes to love, particularly... There is so much of us trying to control the way that love comes in and trying to control forcing love where there's no love. And either way, there's no surrender in that. Love should be given freely and openly and without all this measure. But for a lot of us who've been hurt we want to dictate how love comes into our life and we don't surrender to it. We don't open ourselves up. We don't like when someone does give us a compliment or a lot, like we say, why we need proof. How do you feel this way? You know, like there's a lot of 
lot of resistance around us feeling like we can truly be loved because at the base of it, we're still dealing with our own worthiness. We're still dealing with how we feel about ourselves and we're still dealing with healing. And so it's difficult to surrender. It's difficult to trust, not let alone another person, but to trust the universe, right? Because some of us have felt that the universe has duped us. Go ahead and raise your hand like you know who you are. When situations that we had, we pressed expectations and urgency and timing on and we felt, we felt crushed by the universe when that thing didn't show up, when that thing didn't happen, when we thought we were right about something and then it, and then it turns out that we weren't, that we saw things a different way. And all the while, those difficult things that came in were, were a part of our growth process. They were catalytic in nature. They help charge us forward in some kind of ways. And yet we are sitting here ungrateful and mad and in pain and resistant and clutching on to every aspect of control that we can grasp to. And I say this to you like I'm talking to myself because I am. I'm always talking to myself because I, I'm the, the guilty, absolutely guilty. Every aspect of my life, I wanted to control. Firstborn child, type A stereotype, okay? And I didn't understand that there would be more freedom and surrender. What it would feel like to let the universe love me. So earlier when you heard me talking about letting love in, we think about relationships right up front. But... I had to form this loving relationship with the universe and say, okay, like at the end of the day, you're supposed to have my back. And there are areas in which I have fallen on my face, but in hindsight, I can see where the universe was trying to block my path on these areas and things that I was just convinced I had to have. They had to be mine. And I didn't check myself either. Like, I didn't check myself. Why did I really want these things? Did I want these things because they were already in my desires of things that I, I, I will experience in this lifetime? Or did I want these things to validate parts of myself or parts of my wounding I hadn't dealt with yet? Like, did, did I want the boyfriend because I wanted validation for, that I was lovable because I didn't love myself? Would I have then projected that onto that person and made them responsible for how I felt about myself. Nobody wants to carry that burden. And so the universe blocking me and blocking me and blocking me and blocking me and me saying the universe hates me. The universe doesn't love me. The universe doesn't care about the desires of my heart. The universe wants me to be here alone and sad. Like, like they're, they're up there watching maniacally <laughs> laughing at my failures. And it me, it formed a sense of distrust and I wouldn't then let the universe love me. I didn't want to let love in. I couldn't trust it because they're going to break my heart again. Just like this person or that person or that situation. So I've kind of ebbed and flowed with it too. Of feeling like, can I trust this path? You know, asking myself over and over and over. Is this the right thing? Should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? And not really letting the universe love me. It was like, no. Nah, fuck you. I'm on my own now. I'm going to do it my way. And we, if you've been on this journey for a second, you know that when you say I'm going to do it my way, well, get ready for the uphill 
get ready. Your higher self already knows what's best for you. Like uh, the way that I view higher self is like future self. We live in these parallel universes that operate at the same time. And that time in this earth is just a construct. Like it doesn't actually exist. Um, we think that time is such a, a, a finite, not finite, um, like an absolute truth. But if you even look at and go out in space, that gravity changes time. The, the, the speed of it if you put a clock on the stairs and the clock at the bottom of the stairs will have a stronger pull than the clock at the top of the stairs so they will run at slightly different times it may be minuscule because they're not super far apart but gravity affects time so time in and of itself is not an absolute truth by itself so we're sitting here while we're waiting for what's to happen in the universe and trying to make this 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 I don't know, like this, this rule that like, this is how it's going to be. This is what time it's going to happen. Like, I'm, I'm going to do this by myself. I'm going to put this in my control. And that future self, that higher self is going, Hey, I already did this. Like, uh, let me let you know. That's, that's not how it's going to play out. Let me help you. And whether or not you believe in higher self or you believe in angels or guidance or ancestors or whatever, there's something on the other side that's trying to guide us and say, Hey, I got you. I'm trying to, to steer you in this direction. But oftentimes we don't listen. We don't surrender to that. We want control. We want to be able to say that we did it. Our ego wants it so bad. And our ego also wants to protect us. I'm not in the camp that uh, your ego is not your friend or your ego sucks or whatever. Like, I don't necessarily believe that personally. I do think that unchecked, the ego can be the most destructive thing to our spirit and our in our experience. Um, but it's necessary for our survival. So getting that ego back in check and saying, okay, you know what, like, what does it look like for me to let go of this? And I found that like in that surrender, there was so much less energy expenditure. <laughs> I wasn't so tired. I didn't feel like I was fighting all the time. Like I, if I, I, I kind of put this out there and said, okay, universe, God, you know, whoever you identify with, I said, love me. Let me feel what it feels like to be loved. What does it look like for me not to struggle against the current? What does it look like for me to accept what is happening right now? What does it look like for me to deal with, hap with what's happening right now? What does it look like for me to just be? I didn't know how to be before because, you know, I was in, in that masculine energy and I have to remind everybody, masculine and feminine energies are not gender directed. They are just the, the way that they're named. Um, they're yin and yang energies. I feel like I beat that into the, the ground every time, but just so everybody knows. Um, but that this, like, I didn't know what it meant to, to just be and to be in full surrender, to get into my divine feminine and allow myself to exhale. I feel like I was holding breath all the time. And to me, that's what surrender feels like. It feels like exhaling. It feels like letting go. It feels like a release. And particularly, it feels like love. Like, you know how it feels when you have someone in your life that loves you unconditionally um, or what our version of unconditional is because no one actually loves anybody unconditionally. But like, what does it feel like to feel comfort and safety in someone's embrace? That's what surrender feels like. 
And I know for a lot of people that it doesn't feel like that. It feels like panic attack. It feels like craziness. It feels like you're free falling out of a plane. And, and you would be right because that's a part of the process of getting comfortable with surrender. That's, that's exactly how I described it before where I was like, I feel like I'm falling out of a plane. I don't have a parachute. I don't know where I'm going to land. I don't know if I'm going to die. It feels like I'm going to die. That's that panic response that the ego feels when you, you let go of that control but I landed on the fluffiest cloud. I landed on something that felt like the warmest, safest embrace. And I cut out so much of that pressure. I cut it out. Like it wasn't like I felt like I had to do anything anymore. That sense of urgency just wasn't there. There was motivation that was still there. And in fact, it opened up, it got more creative it got more clear. It wasn't so bogged down by a bunch of fears and anxiety. It was just what it was. And I got a chance to accept things as they are for what they were instead of projecting onto it a timeline of what it should have been by now or what it's going to be by a certain time or how it's going to look. Instead, it's like it looks as it looks. It is what it is. There's some situations happening right now in my life that are kind of challenging and I've, it's, it's so weird to even say this, but like, if it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. That's, that's not optimal. It's not cleaned up. It's kind of messy, but it is what it is. Okay. I'm going to surrender to that. Like I, funny enough, a f- couple of weeks ago, I think I did an episode similar where we're talking about surrender and I was like, yeah, you know, I'm getting good at surrendering or whatever. And I was like, maybe touting myself a little bit too much because I was feeling those things coming in and feeling like I really got a a hang of it. And the universe is like, sweet, cool. You're comfortable with this. Let me level you up. And then I saw myself contract again. Oh, shit. I feel anxious. I need control. This thing happened. This is out of my control. Oh, my God. You know, like I started to kind of come back up into that just for a little bit. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. It's, it's, it's like, okay, sensei, remember your training. <laughs> I, I recognized that in that space of panic and anxiety, that I wasn't letting the universe love me. I wasn't letting the universe hug me, safeguard me. And in those situations, I do think that that is God or the universe trying to bring us closer, trying to bring us in trying to show us like the way it makes us comfortable uncomfortable so we'll move in ways that we can learn how to get more comfortable with discomfort and learn how to navigate what I guess what that feels like how to navigate how to find safety faster how to find contentment faster how to learn how to accept what is being present because I do feel like surrender is also being present because when we're in the past we're in depression when we're in the future we're in anxiety and so when we're being present we're in surrender this is what the moment is right now if you've ever been in meditation if you have a meditation practice when you're in deep real meditation where you've just let go of everything in your head and you've allowed yourself to be in the space of clarity and feeling and and you're not really anywhere else 
that's a form of surrender. You've surrendered your monkey mind and uh, the, the troubles that wait for you after. And you've allowed yourself to just be present with your spirit. And in that process, I do feel that so much more comes in. There's so little resistance that comes through that process. Like you're no longer going against the current. You're just floating with it. You're going downstream and it's easy and you're floating and you're in the sun with your legs off the float in the water and it feels great. And that's, that's where I think that's real surrender lies. It is a gift to be able to surrender. I know it feels like giving up. And what comes to mind is, um, some of my, my friends, their fertility journeys, right? There's so much of, of this, you know, expectation and fear around not being able to have, have a baby and what it does to the body when you're in that constant state of like, okay, I got to take this temperature and I'm going to do this and we have to have sex during this time. We can't miss it. And that, that it's constricting, it's tight in your energy you're saying to the universe sorry this applies to everything that feels like that but for some reason that came up uh, for me to speak out to you guys Um, but it's that clutching and in that energy you say I don't have this thing I don't have it it's not mine and you you continue to produce that energy it's like when you're looking for a job I remember a long time ago I lost my job I didn't have a job and I was looking for a job and every day I would get on the internet and I would look for hours and I'd apply to every single job I could find and no one would return my calls. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm qualified. Like, why can I, I am not even getting a single email back that even confirms I, I <laughs> sent in my application. Um, and then there was another time in my life where, uh, when I lived in London, same thing. I was emailing agency after agency, um, modeling places or whatever, trying to get any work that I could. I would sit for, for, for two months, every single day for four hours a day, five hours a day, six hours a day. I was on that indeed.com or whatever. Like it was my fucking job. And it was, I told the universe, I already have a job. My job is looking for jobs. So what am I going to do? I'm going to keep looking for more jobs. I would not surrender to trusting that what I needed would be provided for me. Rather, I rather do it myself. And as you probably know, I didn't get very far. But I will say that in surrender, I found so many other wonderful opportunities come my way. When I surrender to my dreams of the things that I really wanted to do in my life, the content I wanted to put out when I didn't have this, I have to, or when is it going to, or by this time I released that energetic stronghold that kept that resistance there. And I allowed for love to come in and say, there's an energetic response that is going to take care of me. I don't need to worry. I don't need to control. I don't need to make sure and follow up and you know like it it just it changed the energy around everything that I was doing everything everything even during this time period right like where it feels very necessary that we look at at circumstances and situations uh of COVID okay like I am not worried at all about getting the virus now it's possible that at some point I might contract it and I'm doing what's necessary to not (laughs) to not contract it I don't go out very much and I wear my mask and whatever but Like there's a part of my soul that just feels like I'm not going to get it. 
I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong, but I've, I've, I've taken myself out of control and fear and allowed myself to be in the space of surrender. If I'm meant to get it, I'll get it. If I'm not meant to get it, I won't get it. I'm taking the precautions that are necessary, but I'm not going to freak out and try to control every aspect of this thing that if it was meant to happen is going to happen anyway. You know, like if something's meant for you, <laughs> it won't miss you. So I've adopted that, that line of thinking or try, trying to master that level of thinking because ultimately it is about, it is about release in anything in our lives that we're trying to bring into our lives. It is about letting go of that, that, that white knuckled grip that we have that can go in either direction that can go about letting things go. And it can also be letting things in. So letting go of an old life to let new pathways come in, letting go of an old love to let new love come in, letting go of an old mentality to let new beliefs come in. Like all of those ways, if, if our hands are clutched shut, there's nothing new getting in anywhere. Like surrender is that release. Like you can't gain anything else. If you're holding something, say you're holding a can of beer, and someone is trying to give you a handful of diamonds. Like, how are you going to hold them when you have beer in your hands? You obviously value the diamonds more than the beer. Some of us anyway. And if that's the case, what would you do? You would just let go of that. You wouldn't even think about it. You'd be like, sweet, hand me the diamonds. This is more valuable. So in our life, surrender can be a lot like that. We're holding on to something that we might think is valuable. We might think is is the the coup de grace of like all, all our life's encompassing visions and dreams but what i believe happens is that the universe has something higher something better something bigger and surrender looks like opening your hand that is the only real way to let anything else in love abundance connection prosperity, success, any of that. So I kind of just, I want to encourage you guys today to think about what it is that you're holding on to. Get your journal out. What is it that you just can't let go of? Is it an old flame? Is it an, an old job? Is it an old career path? Is it, is it the way your parents thought you should have turned out? Is it your old beliefs? Is it low self-esteem? Like sometimes we hold on to these, these beliefs about ourselves. We can't let go of them because in some ways we've been trained that that's our motivation. I know some people that they won't speak positively about themselves because they think that them bashing themselves is the way that they um, motivate themselves. I'm fat. I'm this, I'm that or whatever. And that's going to keep them on the treadmill. Um, no, people who treat themselves with love, treat their bodies better, treat themselves better. They eat better. They have better friends like those of us who 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 hold on to the hate for ourselves we will only attract more of that into our life and that's something that we sometimes identify with and we'll hold on to it but there is something better so hopefully that description today uh hopefully what i felt like i was channeling for a little bit um really gave you a deeper understanding towards surrender I feel like surrender can be on so many different levels, but particularly right now for me, it looks like just letting go. And, and I know that sounds simplistic and maybe even some ways vague, 
but if you can visualize yourself opening your hand, that is a form of surrender. If, if you can visualize yourself being present and to stop being so projected into the future, if you allow yourself to say things like like your your expectations, releasing your expectations and outcomes of a timeline that you think you should be on. And I know what that feeling feels like, okay? Because like I used to get this nasty, bubbly feeling in my stomach when I had to think about letting go of something. That is the part of the ego that's like, uh-uh, I'm not ready to die, y'all. Like, mm-mm, no, keep it in. Like I would feel this like, I don't know if I can really even describe it, this tightening in my stomach that was like, ugh, like I wanted to kick somebody in the head. When every time I felt like someone said I needed to be patient or I needed to, to wait or I wasn't ready like I felt this surge of pain, surge of, you don't know my life. You don't know what's best for me. You know, whatever you can fuck yourself, you know? And I swear I'm a nice person. I don't say things like that to people, but <laughs> there was just, there was, there was, there was anger, that feeling of like, no, it was indignant and, and I was entitled and I was going to make this thing happen. And anytime anybody told me that I needed to let go of something, I was like, I would hold on to it tighter. I would hold on to it tighter because there was a part of me that was like, I can't let this go. This is my dream. This is what I want. This is what I want to happen. I'm not letting this go. They don't know what they're talking about. And ugh, not realizing that I was creating a shit ton more resistance for myself in every area. So... Anyway, hopefully you can make connect the dots for yourself in areas in your life where you're doing that. Um, particularly right now, like if you know, there's there's very, very little control we can have over the world. And while this is not the best time period uh, on a society level that I want to be a part of um, at some point, I, I, I chose this time. I chose to be here during this time and I I personally myself want to release what I think I should be doing and get back to what my soul came here to do. And that takes deep surrender. It takes really deep surrender to get out of the place where I'm trying to feed that ego and I'm no longer deepening the expansion of my soul. I'm performing for other people and what levels in which I think my life should look like according to them but let me be clear here, guys, that like society's measure of success and or abundance or whatever is, it means absolutely nothing. We can't take it with us. So what are you here to do? What are you here to learn? Like the, the, I think the biggest way to be able to figure that out is to let go of any preconceived notions of what you think you should be doing. Or who told you you need to be doing this by a certain time? Like what you're meant to do obviously will come to you through your intuition. But whatever that looks like, maybe you want to be a singer and you don't know how. Like my voice to you is just to keep singing. If you have a lot of expectations or, you know, I know someone, um, someone close to me who was really burned by his dream. He was an incredible singer, incredibly musically talented but, you know, doesn't do it anymore because it brings them a lot of pain. The, the dreams and the hopes that they worked for for so long, so hard, didn't come to fruition. And, and now he doesn't 
even play anymore. He doesn't sing anymore. And, you know, I can't make that judgment for him for his life, you know, like maybe that's what's best for him. But from the outside, I'm like, wow, that makes me feel sad because he was so, so talented and it was clearly something he loved, but that expectation ruined it for him. It ruined his gift. And, you know, maybe that's done, maybe that's happened for you. Maybe, you know, the, the absence of your womb being filled with a baby made you feel discontent towards your, your partner or towards yourself, towards your body. Maybe it, it, it fostered deep self-hate. Your body is, is this gift, is this vessel. Um, I don't know why pregnancy is coming up a lot. I'm not trying to get pregnant. <laughs> so maybe it's just a collective thing that, that people are needing to hear. But, um, you know, maybe it's the college you wanted to get into or the boyfriend or the, you know, like there's so many other ways to interpret that. So, so make your own parallel. But there is this, just this sense of, you know, our soul coming here to expand. And if we have all of these preconceived notions or we have these boundaries or we have all these expectations, it really clutters. It really clutters the direct path, that downhill, downstream, floating, you know, towards whatever it is we're supposed to go towards. It, it, it puts, it puts rocks in the way. It puts currents in the way. It, it takes us on detours, giant detours that prolong our purpose, prolong our magic and our gifts. And ultimately you'll get there, but which direction do you want to go? You can go the hard way or the easy way. That's how I interpret surrender. Surrender happens to be the easiest way to get from point A to B, but surrender in itself as a concept seems to, seems to be the hardest way. I just I don't see it like that anymore. Um, obviously personal philosophy, but given my own experience and how many times I have hit my head on the floor, how many, how many plans have gotten devastated and broken and lots of money lost, you know, like just so many lessons of the universe over and over and over saying, Aaliyah, if you don't let this go, you're just making this harder for yourself. You're making this more tragic for yourself. Like fucking let go already. We're trying to take you here. I may have prolonged it by years because I just didn't want to let go of it. I didn't want to open my hand. I didn't want to let love in. I was too scared to let the universe really show me all that it can do because I didn't trust it. And that comes from internal wounds of feeling neglect, feeling lack of love, feeling like I was unlovable. How could I expect the, the magnitude of this universe to actually listen to what it is that I had to say, to listen to the desires of my heart and actually care and do something with them? I didn't see that in my own life. So how could I trust that that was possible? And I, I find out later the hard way that it is. And, and when it comes in, when that pain shows up, and that catalyst comes in and I say, okay, I let go. I'm open. Universe love me through this process. I just want to say how much faster it happens. And being someone who loves efficiency, I didn't realize that surrender was the fastest way to get there. So if you want to trick the system, let go. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll see you in the next one. 
Not enough spiritual shit for you? I know. Stay tuned for a teaser from next week's episode, which is available right now to our Patreon lovelies. Go to patreon.com slash the lovely Leah to listen now. I know a lot of you guys may suffer with anxiety and for a lot of you, you may feel it's not a choice. And I, I know that there's this kind of like some controversy about that back and forth. Some people have debilitating anxiety and it really is just a chemical thing and they need to take medicine for it. I am totally on board with that for you guys. Um, I was almost one of those people. Like my anxiety was super, 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 super high, but I was able to key into my empathicness and my empathicness gave me a new identity. Instead of being someone who is riddled with anxiety, I recognized, okay, I'm sensitive. That's different. I have a different label. Okay, because I'm sensitive, I'm picking up on information outside of myself that is affecting me in ways that is causing anxiety. And anxiety is not, is not the, the problem, it's the symptom. Anxiety is not the cause, it's the symptom. So what's causing my anxiety? Let's go deeper there. Okay, I'm super, super sensitive to energy. I'm super sensitive to frequency of words. Um, You know, just certain people around or whatever start to feel anxious and I'm like, okay, this is a measurement and a barometer for what doesn't serve me. And dropping into that heart space makes anxiety work for me, not the other way around. Like I'm able to look at things from like, ooh, okay, this is this is a measurement. Thank you, anxiety, for showing up to show me what's what's going on. It is like I used to avoid my anxiety and now I, I thank it for showing up because it shows me what's out of alignment, not just in myself, but with other people, with other energies. When things something doesn't sit right with me, I'm like, uh oh, I'm starting to feel anxious. Something's off. interested in becoming a client for energy coaching, find me at www.thelovelyalia.com to read more about what I do or hit me up on IG at thelovelyalia for daily content and inspiration.